when the passion is there and the cooking is all great and you can literally feel the man so passionate about what he does. Chef Wayman, Chef Way on TikTok, uh, stops by the podcast and he just talks about how he's actually a lawyer um, in a day and then a rock star cook at night. So definitely check him out. Um, this is definitely one of the shorter podcasts. However, sweet and succinct. Again, like a thirteen thousand dollars. I'm like, I don't, I don't have thirteen k. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, you know what I was gonna say is you should definitely. I wouldn't buy it brand new. Uh oh, uh-huh. feedback. Oh, here we go. Oh, Chefway in the house. Yo, what's up, bro? Let's go, dog. Go. Can you hear me? I, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I have a mic hooked up, but I guess yeah, I can't hear out if I hook this up. You can't hear out. The audio is not coming out. Are you good? Can you hear us? Yeah. So, Chef Wayman, first of all, what's your real name? I, I uh, what's <laughs> Wayman. Your, Way, Wayman. Wayman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, nice, nice to finally meet you, man. You know, obviously nah, we follow you, and uh, we're gonna jump right in because we don't have that much time. Um, listen, first off, I want to say I love, I love your side hustle. I so I know that you're a lawyer uh, during the day, and then you cook at night. Yeah. Dude, listen, I, I gotta be honest, I. I fucking love that. I love that, man. Mm. Like, you honestly, if you look at the way you set up, the way you cook, it almost seems like you're a real, a real chef. You know what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> not trying to say that you're not, but like, we, we yeah. know that like you're a home cook that you know just does this for a side hustle. And it's funny because you put so much love and effort into the dishes you mm. create. And just, mm. I just want to flat out say, listen, I can see it. And I think, nice. I think that what's really important is. Is it's people like you that can make cooking easy for the younger generation, right? I think sometimes, like when, like if, like just to give you a little background, Chef K- uh, Casey is is a, uh, a chef as well. He went the corporate route. I went the Michelin star route. But sometimes when we're explaining things to like young cooks, it's kind of difficult for them to wrap their head around like what we're trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and that's the first thing I just wanted to um, say that out front. But for everybody that's listening, if if you could just give like a two-minute summary of um, your background, like how you how you started cooking, how what got you into law school, and then ultimately why you started posting on TikTok, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, so my name is Wayman Wesley. I'm 30. I'm uh, here in Houston. Um, I've been practicing law for a year. I'm actually a prosecutor. Um, oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a whitehead. Um, a lawman, if you um, want to call me that. Um yeah. So basically, I've been practicing law for a year, and then I've been influencing since September of 2020. The cooking started for me like out of just like a curiosity as a kid, where I would ask my mom like what she was doing or, or why she did things. Um, but like growing up, I didn't really adventure out in in terms of food like. Um, I mean, it might have been until college that I didn't have sriracha until college. Um, I was very not wanting to explore in food. And, and once I got to college, you know, I started going online and looking up things and then trying out recipes. And I think, like, I really had my curiosity sparked. It was random. Um, I went to Wingstop and I had their atomic wings. And I was like a pepperhead in college and law school. Ghost mm. peppers, all that shit. And I, I set out to recreate the atomic sauce. I, find, I, I basically combined Italian seasoning, buffalo sauce, and I was like, okay, I made a copycat. Um, and then it was like, from there, it was like, okay, I can pretty much recreate anything as long as I do the research. Um, so slowly but surely, nice. I began to cook more and more. Um, and I think it was 
law school, like the last year of law school is when I really started cooking. I was starting to meal prep, starting to experiment. Mm. Um, I was smoking meats. I was cooking over charcoal with the wok because I didn't have a burner. Like, you know, I was just trying to figure it out and get that wok heat. Um, and it just slowly grew into this thing where my sister was like, you should post on, on Twitter. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yes. uh, or TikTok. And I was thinking, you know, there are things that go viral. I need to do that so I can get my footing. I did that for about the first six months of influence and the wings, crab, you know, the flex food, if you want to call it that. And then once I kind of got mm. my footing, you know, I really took it into where I was passionate. And that was like to really get into the food science, like Kenji, um, uh, Lopez, all that's one of my idols. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's yeah. kind of where I've grown to. And now it's kind of like food science and then taking what a home cook can do and kicking it all the way up. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. And you know what? There was one thing I wanted. You know what? I love that progression, too. I think that's really awesome. And I think what's really important is I try to tell I try to tell people all the time, especially young cooks like I don't care what you're doing, what restaurant you're working at. You're going to get paid shit (laughs) to start out as a cook. Right. Like it's just the bottom line. But here's the thing. You could post one TikTok and it'll change your fucking life straight up like there's no doubt you know what i'm saying and if i if we had these resources when when i like if man if i had this 10 15 years ago it would have oh my god it would have been crazy <laughs> but the thing is is like there's also one thing i wanted to ask i want to jump right in this but dude how do you love the partnership with granda because oh my god, yeah. i'm gonna be honest yeah isn't it dope yeah, like okay here's the thing dope, <laughs> and, and and here's the thing i gotta be honest man i am i i have done um I have not done that many sponsored posts and I haven't really done, um, you know, that it's just until recent, right? I, 2022, I was like, all right, I'm going to do sponsored posts now. But let me tell you something. Granda is my absolute favorite motherfucking sponsor. Absolutely. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I try to explain this. This is like the NFL or the NBA reaching out. If you are, if you love basketball, if you love NFL, right? Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm, I was a yearly subscriber to Granda before he reached out. Then, uh, do you work with Sebastian? Yes, that's my contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Sebastian reached out. He's like, "Hey, I work, I work for Granda." <clears throat> blah blah blah. And I was like, "What?" I was jumping me when too. I saw that DM, <laughs> jumping. And what I what I try to tell people is like, dude, I swear to God, if Sebastian wasn't a nice guy, he he would have me posting for free. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And I do, I do, I do some videos for free because that's how much I love this app. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I just did two, two videos for two large brands mm-hmm. totaling 12k, mm-hmm. right? TikTok videos totaling, you know, twelve thousand dollars. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And I find so much more enjoyment in the Chef app. You know what I'm saying? Because it's what I, it's what I'm yeah. about. I'm listen. I gotta be honest. I'm not like, I, and it's funny because I just posted this the other day. Um, you know, <laughs> you know how some people are like, you know, they come on their TikTok and they're like, oh yeah, so if you want to get rich off real estate, if you want to learn crypto, <laughs> if you want to learn NFTs, yeah. you know, follow me. Well, it's funny because it's like, you know, I am all about being a chef, right? So to be able to partner with Granda and the weight that that carries, it makes me so proud. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. They're like, oh, do you work for the app? Blah, blah, blah. On my TikTok. And I'm like, listen, you can say whatever you want. It's my pay. Like, yeah. I am so excited to work with the Granda app because you have so much access. Like I, I, I can't stress enough. KC, you remember what? Like when I was growing up as a cook. This, let me tell you what the reason why I love the app so much, and I'm gonna shut up. I swear to God, but I'm, you know, I'm fucking amped up. <laughs> because when I was a young cook, when I was for so this we're talking about early 2000s, okay? 
we didn't have this. Correct. If you wanted to learn something, you had to go to a book. We didn't have like mm. we weren't surfing the web. <clears throat> we weren't. We didn't have access like there. There wasn't recipes like this. And with this, and I'm here. This is a plug. Plug for free. <laughs> with this app, with this app, I was blown away at the chefs that I saw on this app over in Europe, in France, in Spain. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe these are the chefs actually posting their recipes. And then when I asked. I asked the chef, like straight up, I say, hey, chef, listen, I just wanted to ask you about this recipe. Dude, he responded. He said, oh, yeah, this is what I use. This is where I ordered it from. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is fucking great. So if I'm a chef in a restaurant and I wanted to, you know, learn how to do a stone fruit garnish, something new and modern and technique, dude, you plug this into Granda and you can find so many different techniques. And I'm not going to lie. I cruise the app like like it's social media. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just trying to figure out what new techniques are out there and – I'm just so happy to be like um, partnered with them. Like uh, as far as like you know, I, I told I, I told Sebastian, man, I am so happy doing any post for for you guys because it's what I'm about, yeah. right? Like it's a chef app. But tell me how you feel about it because uh, I saw I saw your post. I'm like, dude, this is awesome yeah. because you're because like that's the thing. Like you don't run a restaurant, you know what I'm saying? But you have done the work it takes to be able to know how to articulate recipes yeah. like that, which is super impressive, right? Like. It's impressive. It's kind of like uh, I kind of like uh, referred to like Joshua Wiseman, right? He's he's just a cook, but at the same time, like, dude, this motherfucker is doing yeah. it right. Mm. Like, he is like, I love that guy. I don't care what anybody yeah. says, dude. Flaky Salt is my, yeah, yeah. I love him, man, because I I, um, I skimmed through his cookbook and I was just like, dude, this is this is amazing, and it's so crazy to me how like social media nowadays has such a presence. And the, and I want to circle back and I'll close with this. The reason why I love this partnership with Granda is because I have so many now I have so many young chefs reaching out, you know, looking at my credentials like, hey, chef, this is what I'm into. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm truly passionate about is making sure like helping out the younger generation of chef just burns a fire in me that I can't even explain (laughs) because I was that I was that chef. I was that chef that was like looking for questions. When I was young, I was like 17 to like 19. Man, I didn't know which direction to go. I didn't have anybody to reach out to. It's crazy, man. But I'd like to get your point of view on uh, Granda. Yeah, man. When I saw that uh, you were doing posts with Granda, I was like, man, I fucking love this account. Um, Granda, Chef's Roll are like definitely two accounts that I, I look at a lot. Um, Granda yeah. specifically, though, because they democratize the Michelin star techniques. And that, to me, is mm-hmm. my... It's like priceless. Why yeah. can't I make a foam? Why can't I yeah. turn bone marrow into aioli? There's no reason I can't. Um, yeah. And so, like, it was the, that was one of the coolest things was doing that bone marrow aioli is because, like, I literally two and a half months ago tried to make duck fat mayonnaise and could not get the fat to emulsify. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at this recipe oh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, he's got the sunflower lecithin, he's got the lecithin and the egg yolks, and he's got xanthan gum. And he picked up some of the corners that I could not without, you know, on my own. And even with Kenji J. Lopez's uh, rest, um, research, I could not figure it out. And so, like, to be able to, like, literally post something that also is going to teach me how to do something in the future is, like, cool as fuck. Because yeah. now I can make duck fat mayonnaise. I can make, I can do whatever yeah. I want now because I got sunflower lessons. I know how to make that yeah. thing. Um so that's the other cool thing about it too is now I have a good platform for my science talk, quote unquote. Sure. Where it's not just me emulating these great chefs. It's like, let me mm-hmm. tell you about lecithin. Let me. You're you know, learning that's, too. that's kind of what I'm really passionate about is that food science. 
Yeah, me too, man. And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be completely honest, honest with you. It's so funny because uh, the way you explained that recipe, that bone marrow recipe, it was perfect. It was yeah. ideal. Like, and listen, it's funny because I have a little shortcut for, for that, for that, for that trick. But, <laughs> we can tell you the bad habits. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I used to make a bacon fat aioli and I used okay. to have the same issue. And mm. then I realized, I realized like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to make a regular aioli and mm. then I'm going to add a touch of bacon fat. And it worked. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, okay. Like, so basically, cause I was like, hard, oh, cause, cause I know how to make mayonnaise. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but I had the same issue. We had that. I forgot what, um. I forgot what dish it was for, but it was way back in the day. And I was, and so that's what I did. I ended up just making a regular mayonnaise, and then I added enough bacon fat before it broke, and that was it. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's funny because like the way you were explaining it, it was like, yeah, you have to cut it with with oil. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, ideal. I, but I did. Uh, I wasted about thirty dollars worth of duck fat <laughs> trying to do yeah. the, the candy. Did you really? Oh, yeah. duck fat mayo, man. It it beat my ass, and I was so yeah. disappointed. I know. You know what? And it's so funny because like I feel bad for like. Um, uh, all the like all the home cooks and chefs that don't have like the wholesale um, prices like I do as a chef like yeah. literally like I have so many things at my fingertips and I'm so grateful like and I know I know what that means like it's funny because like man it's expensive to create content nowadays like I mean think about it like mm-hmm. you got to go pay for the stuff like yeah, that's yeah. the bottom line like um, I know it's funny because I did that spearification thing and it's like in my mind, that's a really old school technique for me, right? Like mm-hmm. we did that early two thousands, and then early I early two thousands, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I pretty much quit doing that, but like, mm-hmm. I totally <laughs> get the younger people that have no idea what it's about. So I did it, but like at the mm-hmm. same time, that that doesn't really excite me anymore. Yeah. What do, what does excite me is uh, the interaction in the comments and being able to explain things to younger cooks, right? Like. And uh, it's funny because I just recently posted a foie terrine, foie and black truffle terrine. And oh, yeah, I saw that. that yeah, and, and you know what? It's so funny. Like, I got to be honest. I'm not using that for anything else. That was just a purely – Way too e- much effort. It was just a yeah. purely egotistical thing that I wanted to do because, you know, honestly, I think terrines are undervalued nowadays in our world, uh, in the chef world. Like, we're not serving that in a restaurant. You can't serve it in California because it's foie gras. But, like, yeah. I did – man, I did that purely ego-driven, man. It's crazy because, like – it made me feel so good, but I haven't done a terrine since like 2016, and it's a technique that a lot of chefs nowadays don't know really, really know how to do. And mm. the French, the French chef that taught me, I tagged him and I tagged him, but like I remember, it was so funny because, you know, the whole time he was teaching me how to make it, he's calling me a dumb American in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm like, hey chef, teach me how to. Uh, can you just give me the measurements? He's like, measure? We don't measure. What? Like he's just cursing mm-hmm. me out, like fist beat, like in French, like, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. I don't give. I don't care. Yeah. I want to learn. And I was thinking about that yet the other day when I made that. Hey, um, I'm gonna pull this up real quick, uh, cause I, I just want to talk about it real quick, right? So I have I have your video here, uh, way, and we're just we'll go through it. Recipe that I found on the Granda app. The first step is removing the blood from the bone marrow. We're going to do this by soaking the bones in a 9% salt solution for 24 hours. We're also going to change the brine at the 12 hour mark. Once the bones are done soaking, I'm going to dry them off and then roast them at 350 degrees Fahrenheit for about 15 minutes. Now it's time to render the fat out of the bone marrow. I'm going to scoop the bone marrow into a pan and then reserve those bones for a bone broth. I'm going to cook it until all of the fat is rendered out and then strained through a chinois. Now I'm going to cold smoke the bone yeah. marrow. <laughs> oh, did you get, did you get murdered? Oh, 
weird, man. Yeah, it's okay. high saturated fat content. To bring down the saturated fat content of the beef tallow, I'm going to dilute it two to one with sunflower oil. Now let's build the aioli with mineral water, sous vide pasteurized eggs, sunflower lecithin, which is an emulsifier, vinegar, salt, pepper, and then garlic. I'm going to blend these ingredients and slowly stream in xanthan gum, which is another emulsifier. Finally, I'll slowly stream in our beef fat and sunflower oil mixture, and our aioli is complete. The taste is... And that's all you got. Like, okay, so here's the thing. Um, whenever, whenever my stuff separates, I, I kid you not, this is another hack. I know Brandon knows it. So I, I was waiting for you to say, it. add more water, just, yeah. just a tad more so it can re-emulsify into the oil. So it just thickens up a little bit if it separates, if it separates. Okay. Uh, other than that, we don't touch it, but that's another hack just yeah. in case. Uh, don't, you know, these are bad. You know what I was going to say? You know what I was going to say? Um, you know, what's also another hack too. any hydrocolloids. I realized uh, working at Alinea, um, I, you know, we used to hydrate them in water first. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. especially xanthan gum, gar guar gum, we would hydrate them in, in water first and then we would add them to whatever we were doing it. And I thought that was genius. Right. So that yeah. was like a standard at Alinea to like hydrate mm -hmm. them in water. One, so they don't, so it didn't clump up too much. Yeah. It clumped a little bit. I cut that part yeah. out. So yeah. I yeah. 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 That's okay. Like I knew, I knew, I was, I knew once I saw you pour the powder and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not going to emulsify. Right. But yeah. it's, to it's totally, mm -hmm. it's totally fine, bro. Listen, now, you know, for next time, because uh, water gum, as soon as it touches water, or sorry, it's going to boom or it, it'll, 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 yeah. it'll clump, clump up Coagulate. right away. I, I was, no, I was just, I was just saying, uh, I was so confident in that emotion because of the less than the eggs. And the yeah. I was like, if this mm -hmm. shit breaks, then I, yeah. you know, there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> that's okay. Listen, that's okay. It's all part of it. But like, so basically what I used to do at Alinea is I would have like, we would make like, you know, I would take 500 grams of water, five grams of xanthan gum, and I would stream it, stream it into the, stream it into like on, in a blender stream the xanthan mm -hmm. into the vortex and then obviously i would hit it and what i would do to remove the air bubbles is i would put it into a vacuum machine and then remove all the air bubbles so extra yeah put so a deli extra. put a chill extra as fuck but then put the deli lid on top and then basically <laughs> we would have like a xanthan a hydrated xanthan glum slurry so we could just add that mm -hmm. straight to purees but mm -hmm. um the, the other thing i was going to say you know there's a cheat code to the bone marrow right if you but i don't know if you have a, a chamber vacuum sealer but if you put nah, the, if you put the my girlfriend you put will kill me if i get one yeah, bro, they like they like two they like two two grand plus man, and yeah. I have a yeah I have a I have a, a like I have like a food saver on steroids. It does it does just perfect for me, but like a cheat code for the bone marrow is to uh, you know you can shorten the time by you know literally ninety percent if you yeah, put, it yeah. in, put it in the brine and then what you do is you put the whole container so you cover it with ice water and then you put the whole container in the chamber vacuum sealer. And then what you do is you can remove it. What it does is it sucks all the blood out into the water and you mm -hmm. do that like two or three times and then you can use it same day. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that don't. Was, yeah, that was cool, man. Bad habits. So, <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to do the proper way first and then we'll tell you the how to yeah. snip that well, time and The thing and is, is what we realized. At, so when I worked at Alinea, like the thing is, is we, we realized that like, dude, to have a 22 quart of bone marrow in the fucking fridge was so much real estate. So we were trying yeah, to figure out way we were trying to figure out ways to like optimize and streamline, you know? And of course you couldn't have the bone marrow had to be bone white, dude. It could not be yeah. any other had to be like perfectly white. It was crazy, but uh, mm -hmm. that was good though. But that's cool, man. Hey, I'm so uh so wait, I just want to ask two more questions uh before we kinda wrap it up. Wait, how do you how does it feel now cooking these? How how is the process for you? Because like I, I can I can feel the joy when you're kind of explaining it and see it like as you're preparing mm. the stuff. How has that journey been? And are you still going to continue? Because like there's levels to this, obviously. Right. But like I 
it's very um i don't want to say daunting but like as, as soon as you step over anything higher like then two or three starments then there's equipment that you're going to need to make that efficient mm-hmm. for that purpose but like how is how is this faring for you so far let me ask that you mean like the tools that i have yeah and cooking it and like kind of adjusting and he's talking about trying to purchasing purchasing the bigger equipment to do to do whatever you to do what you want to do in your kitchen yeah it's like because you know i just kind of like my girlfriend you know we obviously have a limited kitchen size and she bought me a speed rack which was great and um you know we just got a juicer so i'm slowly surely i I try to cooperate with her and just say hey well you know i'm I'm gonna need this this is gonna be part of some content (laughs) you know it's a write-off and uh, yeah um but I it's a write-off. i'm getting you know what i need to get uh chamber vac is definitely something i want um but I, I generally have most of what i need right now i want a deli meat slicer so i can slice my mm. um prosciutto um i mean realistically if i have everything i want i get a chamber siller and a deli meat slicer uh, but otherwise i have i have generally speaking you know i got a mandolin i got a sous vide i got I got a back sealer, I got a pressure mm. cooker. I've got most of what I need here. Yeah. Um, and then I just got an ISI canister. That was something I was really uh, wanting to get. And I, I, I pitched it to oh, my no. I was like, we're going to yeah. put this to fucking you. So. <laughs> yeah, you you know you know what's a good idea is like especially now because you can start monetizing is just all your sponsored posts. Like I mean I don't know what your finances are obviously, but all your sponsored posts should just go to reinvesting into that small business. You know, like uh, like it's it's crazy because um, you know for me what I realized is like. <clears throat> For me, the big so so. Let me ask before. Hold on, we got a so we got six minutes. How do you do? You edit and post all your videos. Absolutely, I would never relinquish creative control yeah. to anybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm a terrible delegator. I'm I'm type A. Yeah. I'm very obsessive over what I want to put out. Sure. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I mean, maybe it gets to that point eventually. Like I see yeah, one I'm of my a, idols is um especially I'm, in the influencer okay. world is goddamn a cook named Matt. I mean, dude's just got a fucking system. Cook name, man. Somebody's yeah. filming. I love the way his shit loops. Like, yeah, you know, he fucking did the thing at the Super Bowl. Like, that's that's awesome, man. What did he do at the Super Bowl? I didn't even, I didn't even see that. Man, he was like on the half. I don't know if it was a Super Bowl. There was something with the Seattle Seahawks and like mm. just seeing his progression, you know, with the seasonings and stuff like that. Somebody definitely on the influencer side that you know I look yeah. up to and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good, man. That's that's good. What do you shoot with? What do you do? You shoot with the just your iPhone or mirrorless? I shoot camera? with the uh, I shoot with the A7. Okay. So mm. I did a huge up- upgrade um, at the end of the year. I started with an Olympus. Okay. Um, and then we just got the A7. So. Cool. A7. Nice. What? Which one? A7 four. A7. A7. Just the standard A7 three. I'm sorry. Oh, the regular. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I, I, I shoot. I shoot with the A7 three too. Do you have an external screen for it though, or do you just? Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, you have to external get the external screen remote. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the complete opposite, man. I delegate as soon as it. So editing, editing and posting, editing is my uh, downfall, right? I am not a videographer. I'm not a cinematographer, yeah. and literally, literally, like I was like, it would take me four to six hours to freaking edit one TikTok, right? Like I could do it faster now, but like what I realized is like I just I, I outsource, so I outsource uh, my editing and. It's so, dude. It's like clockwork, man. Because I really like focus on creating the content yeah. and creating, and like cooking. And it's funny because sometimes I get so lost in the sauce where I'm not even thinking about if I'm in focus or if I, you know, if the camera's recording. And it's like, it's like I'm doing this new series with this air fryer shit, and it's like I'm so focused on like 
cooking <laughs> properly mm-hmm. that like I'm not even worried about the camera. And it's crazy because some people are the complete opposite. They're worried about the shot compared to oh, yeah. the cooking part. Yeah. So it's it's cool to do both. It is time consuming, but I use Splice and uh, Lumen. I mm. forget the name that should I use. Oh, um, so you, so you don't up, you don't uh, upload to your computer? No, nah, Luma Fusion and Splice. I do everything from my phone. Oh, oh so you just phone. transfer the footage over to your to your phone? I yeah, through the AirDrop thing on my yeah. Mac, I'm able to transfer large gigabytes of videos, and then I go through each clip and just kind of do my thing. Oh damn, you should die. You gotta use fi- Final Cut, man. You gotta use. Final I know, Cut. I know, I need to, but it gives me the ability to be mobile with it, so I yeah. can like lay down on my back and just fucking edit. Oh, versus that's a good, like yeah. sitting up because I'm standing like all day. Yeah. Or I'm working. You know, I, I work long hours. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's just mm. convenient for me. That's cool. That makes sense. Well, hey man, yeah, tweets their own. I get it. Yeah, because yeah, because for me, what I realized what's really important is the audio and the color grading. And um, oh man, you know, I, that once, shit is so hard. Once you once you get down that, I know, but you know what? So I use Video Husky, free plug, mm-hmm. and they do such a good job of the sound effects and making the audio crispy, and they have all of the assets on their end, and they have all the, like the plug. Once we figured out the color grading that I like, dude, it's crazy mm-hmm. how cr- how nice and and like detailed these photos are, or not photos, uh, videos are, and I'm just like, it's crazy, man. And then especially. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, like, I think one of the things that makes me have it, it makes it more conducive to editing the way that I do, that I really generally speak on camera. Um, mm. It's just sort of not my style. Yeah. Because I have so much information to unpack. If I spend 10 seconds saying what I'm doing um, without it being really dynamic and, and quick and, and, and like fundamental to what I'm trying to explain, you know, it just, it's just so much easier for me to voice over. So that's kind of why yeah. it works a little bit easier for me. Yeah, you know what's funny? Cool. I used to do I used to do voiceovers as well, and then I yeah. realized that it was easier for the video editor for me to talk on camera. So I'll be shooting yeah. a clip, and I and I'll be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, cut this part out. Hey, this is what I'm doing. And then, or then I'll say, you know, I'll say action, or I'll say cut. And then I'm telling you, they mm-hmm. chop it up. They fucking chop it up real quick, man. And like, it's, they do such a really good job, man. I'm, it took a couple months to get them to like, you know, where used I want. To what but, you want it, yeah. yeah, but like after that, now it's like plug and play, man. I just, dude, mm-hmm. the the amount of pressure i feel after because i shoot i shoot content in batches so i'll shoot like for four hours straight four, five to ten videos i'll shoot and then but let me tell you something copy link that google drive link and then sending it to the philippines <laughs> love it yeah it like completely just takes this shit off my shoulder and it's amazing i can hang out i can hang out for about two more minutes guys it's not, not a big deal. okay let me show you my uh okay. I, so i organize everything within a queue so i have like Oh, okay. That's what I uh, okay. In the middle oh. there is that's what I edit, and this is everything in my inventory right now that's unposted. Oh my god! Nice, bro. This is get... yeah. Now this Ooh. is what is in progress, and that involves like sort of fermentation. Yeah. And then this is like ideas, and these are like I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, this is like shit that is like way off of my radar, but oh, okay. written down. So mm. I, I have a queue, so to speak. I have an inventory. Um, it is a lot, but yeah, I, I like having. It <laughs> it's like it's a lot. You, you know what? I can't. I can't stress enough. I think, uh, and I'm sure you guys can. I'm sure you guys can agree. Is you have to be consistent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm and, still posting uh, shit from November of last year. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. You gotta post more content. You gotta just get it out there, bro. Like, up. you know. But you know what I realized is uh, I had to get over myself and stop worrying about like. 
what other people think and then also like I stop being so critical on myself like if I if I mess up a video or like if I shoot a video that's out of focus or where I mess up the voiceover or it's not correct man I just post it anyway like I just forget mm-hmm. about it you know yeah I and then it's bricked a brisket on sous vide brisket man <laughs> I fucking bricked it bro but I posted it yeah I, but I definitely it's got okay bricked. but listen I think I think the thing is is like when you know you did something wrong I think it's cool what I think what I think <clears> is good <throat> is to call to call yourself out in the video just say hey listen this I know this is wrong but you know everybody wants to be a chef from the from the comments you know it's hilarious yeah. actually and it's funny you mentioned the Chinois thing because I was like, oh, oh I know he got murdered for that. God, I know he got I murdered for that. I looked up all my pronunciations. I looked up lecithin. I looked up, goddamn. Uh, I just made sure everything, and I just totally just missed that out. And I was like, yeah. oh, this looks like Chinois. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all good. But but it's yeah. but it's funny. It's funny because like in all honesty, you have to. What people have to understand is American English is different than any other. Yeah. And this is and this is what I was trying. Look, I put I I, I put a I posted a Candelay video the other day, and there's two people that just got like totally butthurt that I didn't put the little fucking over the e on an e. And I'm just <laughs> like I'm like you know what you're right. And then I just changed it. I'm like hey thanks. And then I keep moving right like, but like I, I used to the, the reason why I say this so aggressively is because like. I hated, man, I hated working in French restaurants and, like, the French chefs would be fucking in my asshole about, like, pronunciation on stupid shit. And I'm just like, dude, we're mm-hmm. in America, man. I'm sorry. I'm American. What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, my, my, my nationality, my, my yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, my nationality is half black, half white. <laughs> and I'm like, I am fucking American, dude. Like, and it's funny because, like, I remember specifically, like, it, like, here's a good example. Like, if somebody, if I'm in a kitchen and, you know, Let's say Spanish. We'll just say let's say they're speaking to me in English, and it's broken up because they, the English is their second language. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna like break down the door saying no. You didn't pronounce that right. That is yeah. that. You know, like we don't do that as Americans. We it's just not part of mm-hmm. our culture to like make fun of somebody else because they're not saying it correctly. But yeah. I'll tell you what, it's not the other way around. You pronounce something like if I were to say "Hola, cómo estás," right? Like I would get murdered. If I didn't mm-hmm. have the right dialect, yeah. and it's like, mm-hmm. but if a Spanish person were to say to me, "Hi, how are you?" Like they, you know, they fuck it up, whatever. I'm not gonna make fun of them, yeah. like. But it's it's not the other way around. It's just kind of crazy, but whatever. Yeah. So when people when people like correct like if, I, and I'll be honest too, and and sometimes it can just be unnerving because like some people will just once they see something wrong, they That's like it. they attack, you know. And it's funny. It's like chill. Okay, I saw the first comment. Relax yeah. there, killer. And uh, <laughs> Granda is funny, great right? because, you know, my first video I did with them, what was it? I, I made that potato. Um, Paolo. Pa- oh, the pavé. And yeah. I remember the, the first you know, bad comment was like, what did you do with the remainder of the potatoes? Did you waste those? I'm like, motherfucker. So when I made this bone marrow video, I made sure to add in and reserve <laughs> the bones for bone broth and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, you but, know, but, just my my general ethic, I'm, I'm sensitive. So I try to yeah. like be mm. on point with everything. And I think sometimes that can, you know, cut out of my favor being my sensitivity. But I, yeah. I try to keep it a good balance. But yeah, man, Granda is definitely like, you know, Sebastian was like, you know, dude, if it's not a constructive comment, we're taking shit down. Like, like I fuck with Granda, bro. Like, yeah, like no nice. brand is really wow. like, Didn't know, know that. taking care of that's cool. Like that. And, you know, yeah. really collaborative. Like we collaborate and speak frequently. 
Yeah, and, and you know, and you know what, you know what, my favorite thing, you know what my favorite thing is, is about about posting the you know Granda videos mm-hmm. is because it comes so natural and easy to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's so funny because even Sebastian was like, "Hey, do you think you could do this technique?" And he's telling me about like the. He's like, "This is kind of hard," and I'm laughing because I'm like, Dude, I got "In the bag, like it's yeah. not, it's not a problem." But I know for some other people it might be difficult. But like, it really does. Like, I'm I'm gonna post a new video here soon. I got all this stuff coming, but I'm super yeah. excited because like, you know, it, it's cool for me to make things like this. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. make these for my clients. I don't make like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be making, like, uh, what's coming up is a, a little sneak peek is a baklava pillow that, that comes from tickets in Ooh. Spain, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it's funny because he's like, hey, this is an advanced technique. And I'm like, yeah, I, I got yeah. you, bro. I got you, man. Like, it ain't mm-hmm. no problem, man. I got this. And it's funny because, like, I'm looking forward to doing this. This is what excites me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it really does excite me, like, deep down in my heart. And the thing is, is I can elaborate on it. For somebody that isn't able to read the recipe or source the ingredient. I can elaborate on it, you know? And I think that's great, man. I think that's awesome. Cool. Casey, you got anything else? I think, um, I mean, you guys, I was just about to give you guys some bad habits, but I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to do that nonetheless. But I, I just wanted to, um, just want to make sure we're, we're all good on time. We're, we're okay. Because I know, Brandon, you got to go yeah. way. I know cool. you're, you got a, you got a tight schedule. I don't want to keep you guys. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm here to, that's okay. We can, sure wrap, we can wrap cool. it up, though. Yeah. We can wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, we can wrap So here's the thing. Final question for you, uh, Chef Wei. Um, what is another technique you're looking forward to kind of emulating yourself? Like what's one another, another technique you're inquiring about right now that you're really jonesing for to make? Um, so outside of foams, like I, I want to go deep dive into foams. Um, but outside of that, I want to do more with RM transmutaminase, specifically mosaics of fish. Ah. Um, I'm, I, so I found my, my chef friend that runs a small business that sells like delicacies is letting me use her, her deli slicer. So with the right implements, I've got the RM transmutaminase. It is over six months old, so I do need some more. Um, I do eventually want to do a card. Uh, cod marble marble stone cod that I saw on the ground there, um, yeah. or at least okay. a salmon mosaic. But I, I, I want to explore more with the arm transplant. Yeah, so so interesting. RM is the right one to use. Just yeah. be careful with the the GS is like super glue. But I was gonna say I was gonna tell you that um, so whenever using um, just with my experience with using Activa with with delicate meats like fish, mm. um, what's really important is you can also use. Just like with the hydrocolloids, you can make a slurry out of the Activa, right? And, mm-hmm. and paint it onto the fish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that way you don't – because like sometimes – so with, with the RM, yeah, what, with the RM, when you sprinkle it on like a seasoning, if you dust it on, sometimes if there's not enough moisture, it won't hydrate on the fish. So if the fish yeah. is really dry, good examples like tuna, right? Tuna is a very lean meat. There's not that much moisture. You almost want to either – Paint it with a little water and then sprinkle the Activa on there or just mix the Activa and make a slurry, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the, here's the other thing I was going to say. When you get your Activa, just put it straight in the freezer. Don't even keep it room temp. Put it's it right in the freezer. freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Keep it in the freezer and you're good. It doesn't really go bad. Yeah. Like, you're fine. I've, I, got, I got Activa from like three and a half years ago, bro. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> so you think it'll be good? I, I was reading yeah. online. That's probably a ploy to get me to buy more. I definitely will yeah. buy more. Florida, give me buy more. It's in the freezer. It's in the freezer, bro. Okay. As long as you keep. What I do recommend is keeping it cryo back, though. Um, if if it's not, it's not a big deal. But like, you know, the, just it's it's totally fine. I, back in the day when I, I worked at this fine dining restaurant, we used to put uh, chicken skin on a halibut fillet. Ridiculous. 
Oh, shit, that's good. Listen, it was good, but it was just stupid. It was just yeah. like flexing. Like we would take chicken skin. And it's we provocative. On. It's, yeah, I know, but you know what? <laughs> now, that I, now that I think about it, it was like, come on, that was like so stupid. Like It was just like a chicken gimmick. skin, though. Hey, yeah, also, chicken... let me ask you this. Is getting a vacuum chamber sealer under a grand, is that something that's worthwhile? Or is it just one of those you have to get the big, you know, I, Master uh, 9000? I, yeah, I it depends looking, I on. I was viewing items. Items. I was viewing uh, ones that were of a reputable brand that were seven and eight and nine hundred. Is that worth my while? Uh, like you know, that. honestly, they're getting better. But what mm-hmm. I what I realize is, if you're going to get a chamber vacuum sealer, you might as well get the one with the sixteen mm-hmm. or the eighteen inch bar. So correct. The thing, yeah. So the thing is, is like. In all honesty, I've I've used tons of vacuum chamber vacuum sealers, and they're pretty simple to use. You said sixteen My, to eighteen. Yeah, sixteen, 16 eighteen bar 18. seal bar. So that way you can put a big, you can cryovac bigger things. I mm. think that a lot of people they get the mini chamber vac, yeah, and then they realize, like, oh shit, I can I can only cryovac two duck legs. Like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. go ahead and get the big one. But what? So there's a couple companies that I like, but in all honesty, I think it, it, I think it's okay. But um, for me, the Kosh machine, K-O-S-C-H, I think is how you spell it. Kosh mm-hmm. chamber, chamber vacuum sealer is the top, the, one of the top ones. And then also the one from PolyScience. The one from PolyScience oh, yeah, is Poly awesome. That one from Poly is going to probably kill me, though. It, it is. It is, man. Yeah, so that's why like what, what I was going to say, what I was going to say is if you're better off finding a restaurant that is closing down and see if and you can buy it, buy it from, it from them. them. Cash. Yep. Because yeah. because this this is this is a really good example of how you get really good kitchen equipment like mm-hmm. professional grade for a good price. But okay. um, what's the um, the other Kravik machine is uh, Ultra Source. Let me see if I can Ultra mm-hmm. Source. Yeah, Ultra Source LLC. Yeah. So um, yeah, check out ultrasource.com. Mm-hmm. This and, is what uh, I used to have right here in my old one. It's the Poly yeah, Science but, one. But see, this is the, but look look how big is That's this one? Though? How big is yeah, but how big is oh, the This bar? is this is only twelve inch. Yeah. Mm. So twelve this is the smaller so twelve one. inch twelve inch is like the minimum. That's because mm-hmm. okay. the thing is is like um, you know, and how how far does it go back? So if it's like um, if it's twelve twelve by ten or twelve by eight, it's too small. Twelve by twelve by thirteen. <clears throat> yeah, so it's kinda it's kinda small, but just think of like the the big you want if you're gonna spend that much money, it's worth it to upgrade to get to, to yeah. like a 14, 14 inch or sixteen inch mm-hmm. bar. So that way you can cryovac things that are you know mm-hmm. you're not cryovacking in small small portions yeah you know? but um so look yeah. around two grand about but if you can find like a, an old restaurant i mean mm-hmm. the, especially for like um like catering halls I, I get i guarantee you if you go to like a catering hall because this is pretty common for what we use it for i can i can promise you there's one that's just on the corner somewhere they're not using anymore because they have a they just purchased like a new one and you can yeah. get that cash literally like yo i'll pay you 600 for this yeah. Take it off your hand. And they're That's, like, yeah, here. And then and then also there I was going to say, um, check out, you were just on uh, webrestaurantstore.com, right? That's mm-hmm. a good website. Yeah. They usually have, so so um, webrestaurantstore.com. And then also another one is uh, cheftoys.com. Cheftoys.com. Mm-hmm. That I just learned of from Brandon. Yeah. Cheftoys.com. I think they ship, I think they ship, in, I think they ship nationwide. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I know that they'll get you whatever you need as far as culinary is concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's it, man. Right. Not too yeah, crazy, man. man. Dude, it was an awesome, po- awesome podcast, man. It was great to talk to you. Great to finally meet you. Um, we'll leave all the links down below, right, KC? Yeah, we'll leave all the links down below. Uh, you can check out Chef Way. I'll make sure all his stuff is literally right there, so you can click and just check him out. Other than that, though, we out. <laughs>